There are more people around than you might imagine who've been granted visions and experiences of the world to come, just as John was on Patmos, and who therefore have a special authority to share with us, as it were at first hand, the realities of heaven and hell. There was a Buddhist monk who was pronounced clinically dead, but who received the clearest out-of-the-body experience possible, which made the reality of both heaven and hell overwhelmingly clear to him. And the Lord instructed him about those things and then sent him back to this world where, surprise, surprise, he didn't go on being a Buddhist monk. He became an utterly single-minded and dedicated evangelist to Burma. People who have such experiences typically carry a heavenly fragrance with them that keeps their hearts questing for their homeland, their eternal homeland, and focus day by day away from trivia on the things that really do matter. May our study of the whole Patmos experience teach us to cultivate such an attitude When I reached Holland, courtesy of the man with the credit card whom I mentioned earlier when I was standing in the queue to buy my ticket, thank you so much, Lord, I stayed with a Dutch pastor who, when he'd been a young man, had been an impoverished missionary in Indonesia. One day, when he didn't even have enough money to buy food to put on the table for himself and his family, he let himself have a really good moan, almost for the first time, I think. He said, look, Lord, I've given up a really good job at Shell to come here to be a missionary for you and see where I am, see where it's got me. Is this how you're rewarding me? He stomped off down to the post office to get his letters for the day, hungry and seriously upset. And he found a letter waiting for him with a cheque for over a thousand pounds in it. Remember, this was many, many years ago. And there and then in front of everyone in the post office, he got down on his knees and said, I'm sorry, Lord. And more than that, he said, from now on, I'm always going to praise you. And Hans has kept that promise, with a result that his congregation reflects that same spirit of gratitude. As a missionary in Livingston's days said when he was going through incredibly difficult circumstances, I'm learning not to be disappointed, but to be grateful. What an inspiration and a challenge. People will be much less inclined to leave our churches if the flow of praise and gratitude is ever fresh. And it will contain a note of laughter and joy. For as Mary Poole beautifully put it, he who laughs, lasts. I like that. When we enter the Ministry of Intercession, we are embarking on the Ministry of Heaven itself, where Jesus is ever at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us. It makes all the difference in the world when someone is praying for us. Prayer can cross any bridge and span any distance quicker than a text or an email. As Mark Twain put it, it's the only product that enters our country without being taxed. My house will be a house of prayer for all nations, the Lord declared. But we need to know who's suffering and what the Lord wants to bring about. 
and reach out to the Father for them. 